right now on The One with a Podcast. I just wonder if these things are planned. That's. I wish yeah. I could sit down with Marta and David mm-hmm. and ask them. I know. Did you plan this? How far ahead did you think? Did you think as far ahead as the breakup? Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Christy. And this is a podcast about everyone's favorite show. Friends! We've been fans from the beginning, and we're here to break down the episodes. That's 10 seasons. All the funny lines, hilarious situations, and how the show has influenced pop culture for over 25 years. We'll look at how our friends bonded. How they grew up before our eyes. And maybe even how we grew up along with them. And I know we'll have a lot of laughs along the way. This is The One with a Podcast. Welcome to The One with a Podcast. We're back, and uh, this is episode three kind of a big deal number three i know technically we this is really just the second one we're recording the first one we had to kind of split up but it was a fun conversation and so we're back into it we discussed the pilot last time and so uh let's just get right into the second episode so we decided to just kind of keep it in order for now and uh just so we could see how things grow in the show don't you think that's a good idea yeah i think so i i think it just makes sense so this is the one with the sonogram at the end it's episode two of the first season. We are meeting a lot of new people in this one. I mean, this is the one where we meet Ugly Naked Guy. We meet Ross and Monica's parents. We see Gunther for the first time. Oh, wow, this is yeah. a really big episode. And then Carol and Susan are in this. Carol for just short time. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's just, it is an interesting episode because it continues the character development. Oh, Barry. We meet Barry. Yes, this as well. Barry. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so many interesting things. So, in the opening, I thought the opening was kind of funny. Like, they're just sitting around the coffee house chatting. And really, they're chatting about sexual innuendos and about what is, isn't it like coming to see a comedian? <laughs> going and... to the concert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the comedian coming out to, I, well, they didn't say it, but to warm up the crowd is right. <laughs> really what they're getting at. But, I don't know. It's funny. Then they say that it's Pink Floyd is the concert, oh. <laughs> which is I don't even an remember innuendo. that. Yeah. That's funny. It's... I didn't notice that it was Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. I watched it three times. <laughs> I totally <laughs> missed that part. But I always love this conversation because it's those stereotypical views of relationships. And right. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's so funny how, how Chandler, of course, Chandler, because I love Chandler, you know, we're... We're fighting traffic at the end of the concert. We're basically just trying to stay awake. And you guys want the comedian to come back out. And it just cracks me up because. (laughs) Yeah. But then it's funny because here's, we discussed last time about how Joey was just a dude. I was probably a little strong when I said that Joey was buffoonish. But, you know, he's just the funny, like, naive guy is how we know him. But in the first episode, there was no sign of that. So it's funny that even in this opening scene, this is the first clue where they're setting him up because he's just like, are we still talking about sex? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. he doesn't get it the whole conversation. He's like, oh, wait, yeah, I guess we are. So I thought, and then they they cue the theme. So I thought here's our first glimpse of Joey being not as bright as we thought. Well, I wonder too if that is you know, the the people who make the decisions after the pilot mm. airs for the first time or, or the audience has seen the pilot for the first time, that's when they make changes. And I wonder right. if they said, you know what, we're going to make Joey a little bit more of like a, a goofy character. Right. Yeah. 
I love how they I love how they come right into this episode and they set up Joey with this awesome personality who he's just this ditzy guy mm-hmm. who at first he thinks that everybody's talking about sex and he's totally into it and like, yeah, right? You're serious? Yeah. And then at the end he's like, wait a minute, we're still talking about sex, right? Like <laughs> did, right. did I did I black out? Right. Like what happened? Right, because we went to a comedian and then went to a concert and then they just want the comedian. <laughs> wait, we're still talking about sex, right? <laughs> I know, it's so funny. Oh, but yeah, so then after that, so the next scene, so the you know theme song rolls in and they come back and we are now at the museum, which I don't yes. know why this cracks me up. Is this a real museum? I don't even know if it's a real no, museum, but it's like it is not. The, I looked. Oh, it did up you today. look it up? Mm-hmm. The Museum of Prehistoric History. Prehistoric, Just prehistoric. History. <laughs> It just, it's like an ironic title. Like, yeah, it just made me laugh. And they show it. Oh, no. I, I was going to say they keep showing it, but I've seen it three times. So that's why I keep thinking. They, keep <laughs> they showed it three times. They really wanted me to see it. <laughs> so they go in there and, you know, Ross is setting up that exhibit. And With Marsha. Marsha. Right. That, what an interesting what is side character. She's angry. And she's a total feminist, too. She's just, like, all in support of the female that is stuck at home. And he's, like, they're living in a cave. You know? And he's just, like, trying to set the tone, like, it's not the same culture, you know? Which, yeah, which cracks me up. Because then, who shows up? Carol. And this Mm -hmm. is the first time we see Carol the first. Carol the first. (laughs) That's right. And so, yeah, so they, you know, have the discussion. Ross finds out that she's pregnant. And, of course, that's like the seed of another long, ongoing plot. A very, like, intense plot. Yeah. Because then it, then it involves, you know, Carol's lesbian life partner, right. Susan, and all of the pieces that come into Ross kind of being a single dad in a way. Right. I mean, yeah. he's, he, I guess he's a co-parent, yeah. but, but still, yeah, just living that, like that single dad kind of life. So the interesting thing is when they split up, I mean, you, you got to think of a time frame. It's an interesting time frame. If they were already separated, I don't know if they've gone through the divorce yet. No. Right. Cause there was an actual episode where they finalize it. I don't remember. I'm not sure, but she just moved out from, from what we know. And so what is that time frame? Because, you know, he already finds out about it in the first episode. And surely that much time hasn't passed. So, you know, and I'm not trying to be crass or crude, but, like, it's funny that they made a baby. <laughs> and <Right>? then separated. <laughs> like, Especially what did that... If you think forward to the flashback that they have... Right. ...of Ross trying to have sex with Carol... Yeah. <laughs> Remember right. when Susan and comes over that yes. one? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I wasn't really even, uh, there was a lot of the time that I wasn't even part of it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Although if you look at that ultrasound, I mean, that baby is pretty big. That's a big baby. Oh yeah. For an ultrasound. Although her belly does not show I was, that I was it's just a gonna say, baby, right. but that's yeah. just one of those weird, you know, that's yeah. a, that's a, uh, pull a Monica. Right. It's yeah. a pulling a Monica. Where it's not, yeah, true to fact, but they were just trying to get a point across. Mm-hmm. You want to jump to that piece at the doctor's office? When, do we even want to talk about this? <laughs> when he's playing when he's playing quack quack. With, with that... his speculum? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, 
they bring us into the OB and they show us four plastic uteruses or uteri or whatever you call them up uteri. on a shelf. And I'm like, okay, like we know we're there. We only need to see one. Right. How many do the people I need mean, to see? We already have the bed too. I mean, I don't even <laughs> right. remember. I don't remember if it had the leg things there, <laughs> but like clearly stirrups. Thank you. I have no. <laughs> See, you brought up speculum. You brought up stirrups. Oh like gosh. I have no vocab in this area. These are words that you've never said. Before. No, exactly. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, I haven't even ridden a horse. I have ridden a horse. Is that what? It is? Aren't there stirrups on a horse? Anyway. Yes, there. Are. I mean, not on a horse, but okay, we're getting <laughs> anyway. But um, yeah. So, like you said, it's clear where we are. Yes. It's so it is clear. funny that they put every prop that they could think of into yes. this office to make sure we knew where they were. <laughs> you know, even though they had stated it so many times beforehand, you know. Right. So it is that is just funny. The ironic thing too about this is when you get to that part of the episode, Rachel and Ross both end up at a doctor's office. Oh, I didn't think about that. Isn't that funny? So yeah, there's this I like jumping that. back and forth of this parallel of how he had to go to the OB and she ends up at the dentist's office to return the ring to Barry. Yes. And, I didn't think about and that. And so I was trying to think of what you said, like, it was clear that they're in a dentist's office, but they, but there was enough for, of that to cover. There was a dentist's chair. There was that mm-hmm. the, the overhead light, the thing that he's, the kid spits in. Like, Robbie that's clear. himself. Right, right. <laughs> but it's totally clear that it's the orthodontist. He's, he's an orthodontist, yeah. Yes. And... But they didn't. Need, they didn't need the big giant model tooth. They didn't need Mm-mm. a toothbrush thing. So it's just funny how we had to really make it clear this was the baby doctor, but this, <laughs> and this is the dentist, you know. But it's funny. Don't, don't be confused. And I'm wondering, was that t- definitely a parallel they were going for? Because these are the oh. two that we were trying to set up all this time. We always thought this was going to be a Rachel Ross thing, yeah. and they're going through their perils of life. And now they're both at a doctor's office. With their ex-lover. Yes. Right. It's something that we didn't mention in the last episode that we thought maybe we might talk about in this one was that even at Central Perk in the pilot, Mm -hmm. when Ross and Rachel get their cups of coffee, Mm. they're both yellow cups. They're both the same yellow cup. Everybody else has different colors, but they both have a yellow cup. And and we wonder, too, about that. Like, is that right. foreshadowing of what's going to come in the future? Like, I wonder, do we know, as new viewers seeing this new show, would we have noticed that? Is Are we meant to notice that? Or is this, like, I know in, in the art of, you know, making television, they're always going to have these little significant things. But it's funny that I never noticed that. And why would I at the pilot? Right. You, it doesn't matter who has what color. But when I go, when I went back and looked at it, I was like, that's interesting. They both have the same color mug. I don't, hmm. I don't know if they did it on purpose. No, it might have been a coincidence. I don't know. Like we know from the writers and director and all that, that they thought this was going to be a show based on Ross and Rachel. Even though, they're, mm-hmm. like you said before, there's not going to be a lead. But we knew that a plot line was going to be this was going to be the couple. Yes, this was going to be the couple. And so could we tell that in the first episode, you know, she comes in in the wedding dress, he just gets, he's separated or getting a divorce or whatever, 
And there's even that exchange, that odd exchange of, can I ask you out sometime? It's like, who says that? <laughs> right? Like, is it just because you're living with my sister that I want to, like, put a placeholder here? Like, <laughs> why would someone even say that? Or is it because they have history? You know, they bring up, you know, remember back when we were in high school, you thought I was a nerd, or I didn't know if you noticed me, and she's like, I did. I always thought you thought that I was just Monica's nerdy brother. I did. <laughs> right? You know. Yeah, I wonder about that, too, because it, it seemed natural enough in the episode, but yeah. when we talk about it, it doesn't seem quite as natural. You're right. right. Like, yeah. hey, you're like this blast from the past that was supposed to get married, and my sister didn't even go to your wedding. Right. And, and now I'm sitting on the couch with you after everybody's gone to bed, and you're living with my sister now, and I'm saying, hey, you want to go out sometime? Yeah. I don't but know. Not it is a little. This week. Now, granted, it is weird because she just left her wedding. I get that. Like, you're not right. going to ask someone out on a date right after that. But the fact that you're that you're bold enough to be like, I'm going to put a pin in here and be <laughs> yeah. like, can I ask you out sometime? I'm like, that's weird. It is kind of weird. So, yeah. But it's funny because I, I guess I get we are setting them up to be the couple. Because mm-hmm. then it's, it's more evident in episode two. And they're probably trying to move it along a little faster. Yeah. That way we yeah. get that sexual tension that you need right. in a show. Yeah. At least my personality, like people listening to this episode are probably like, there's the overthinker. He's thinking <laughs> about every little thing. And that's totally my personality. But but it's just an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. to think about. I just wonder if these things are planned. That's. I wish yeah. I could sit down with Marta and David mm-hmm. and ask them. I know. Did you plan this? And yeah. how far ahead did you think? Did you think as far ahead as the breakup? I mean, yeah. and when did you realize? Like, I just want to know these things because I, for development of characters, it's, it's just yeah. really fascinating trying to think about what that, how they do that. Yeah, because how do you know? I mean, the, the show could have bombed and not get, gotten renewed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess you, as a creator, you have to think ahead and yeah. say, this is where we'd like to go. I mean, you obviously want to think you're going to create something that's going to have some sort of longevity. But yeah, to look ahead, because even if, if it was one se- even if they planned something within the first season, they've got mm-hmm. to think about the storyline. But to think about the break, when did the breakup happen? Was it this season? Season three. No, See, season it's, three. It's funny how long that was. So to think about the dynamic going there. Like, do they, pl- do they pick the plot line and say, okay, they're going to date. It's going to be great for season two. Then there's going to be tension in season three. We have to break them up. And to even think whether or not we were going to go six seasons, eight seasons, ten seasons. You know, spoiler alert, however it ends at the end. Like, did we know they were going to end up that way? You know what I, I don't mean? know, like, but I want, so I want to know. Let's get Marta and David on here. Yeah, let's. And we'll talk to them. Let's get them scheduled. So, yeah, stay <laughs> tuned for that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna interview them. <laughs> I'll draw them right now. Hold on. Right. Wait. That is an interesting thought. Just to think about all these parallels, and I'm mm-hmm. and I kind of am saying this sort of as a precursor that we thought Ross and Rachel were gonna be this thing. And it's funny how Chandler and Monica were the surprise couple. Yeah, I don't think they really ever intended for no. Chandler and Monica to be a couple. Mm-mm. You know, because then you'd think, okay, then why don't Joey and Phoebe get together? Right. And they have, I... they've always teased it as comedy, 
but they've never really gotten together. Mm-mm. As you were, I don't know about you, but as I was watching it, I kind of felt like, oh, that would be interesting if there were three couples. Mm-hmm. But then they just never developed it. But then. I'm glad they didn't. No, me too, because I kind of don't like the Joey Rachel part either. I yeah. don't, I don't, I didn't care for that whole thing. Some of the parts were funny, but. Yeah. It kind of got to the point where they were trying really hard and it wasn't like, I'm glad that they got out of it, but yeah, it too. wasn't really working. Yeah. So I want to speculate a little bit about okay. the the relationship that the friends had with Ross and Carol as a couple. And the oh, reason why yeah. I mention this is because I wonder, I mean, Ross and Carol were married, I think, for six years. I'm pretty sure in the first episode, he says something about being together for six years or something like that. But the friends don't seem all that broken up about yeah. their right. broken marriage. And nobody's saying, well, I knew she was a lesbian. Like they could tell, like, like if we hung out nobody, with them. It's almost like, yeah. yeah, it's almost like they didn't hang out together. The the funny part about Carol, Carol the second. The like, second Carol. What was her name? Jane Sibbett. In that, again, in that flashback episode, she played, and again, I don't, it's funny how they laid these characters out, but she played a good butchy character in the one scene. She never was butchy as Carol in general, but no. there's one where she's sitting, you know, like she's sitting with her <laughs> her elbows on her knees. And so it's it, that that just cracks me up. You're right about how people couldn't tell because I feel like Jane played Carol as a for the lack of a better term, as a straight female. Mm-hmm. And of course, you wouldn't know. I mean, just like in the first episode, where like, how did you not know? <laughs> I mean, no one necessarily would know, Mm-mm. not in the stereotypical sense of, of back then. But yeah, you're right about no one is really broken up, except the one little part when <laughs> Phoebe, <laughs> yes, when Phoebe is like, "Oh, that's so nice. I miss her." <laughs> I, you're right. I didn't think about that, but you're right. Because she's like, oh, I miss her. Yeah. And everybody's just kind of like, this is not the time for right, that. Right, you're right, right. Knock it but off. that's one of the parts that did make me think what you said is, wait a minute, don't they know her? Like, mm-hmm. if they, it, it'd be one thing if they were married for like a year. And even then, wouldn't you have been dating a while? They were dating since college, apparently, you know, because she played for both teams. And so. <laughs> What was it like the golf team and the debate team or something like that? And (laughs) Ross is like, she played for both teams. But so apparently they've known each other since college, which again puts that funny time frame of three to four years. Then they get married and then you work in the four years that we guessed Rachel was away from Monica. Yeah. So whatever that time. Maybe Ross was away from the friends during that time a little bit more than usual because he would have been the only friend that was married, mm-hmm. which would have definitely made it a little bit different. Right. The only couple as well. I mean, other people were dating, but it yeah. It's bad that it doesn't surprise me that Ross would have gotten married in or right after college. That personality just feels like, you needy? know. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to say the, the word, word again. Yeah. I'm looking for the word needy because we said that about eight times in the first yeah. podcast. I mean, but... You know how they renamed the fir- the pilot all those other names? We're going to re- rename our pilot the one where we think Ross is needy or whatever. <laughs> right. 
the one where we think Russ is needy. I love it. Oh, but yeah, no, keep going though about the relationship because we don't get Phoebe's probably the only little clue we get that they may have had interaction when she right. says, I miss her. That's Cause, really it. Because even Monica, I can't remember what episode this is. I'm sure we'll come to it at some point. But it's it's the one where uh, she says, I can't believe that you're saying this, but you you dressed up as a woman and you made us call you B. <laughs> you know, and then Carol and Susan are like getting a kick out of this. Tell us more. Tell yeah, us more. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so at that point... They're all laughing together. So now Monica and Carol and Susan are laughing together about this. But here's Monica standing way at the back at the bathroom door. And here's Carol and Susan, you know, at the front. And no indication like, ha, 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 we're bonding over with my ex-sister-in-law. Right, right. It's sort of like we never had a close relationship. You were my sister for essentially six years. Yeah. And and we have this in common and we're busting Ross's chops like we used to do. Yeah. It's not really like that. Mm-mm. So the funny thing later, though, when you think about down the road, I think it's when Ross is with Emily and he says, and it's where he can't see Rachel anymore. And he says to her, I, it's okay. I'm the one that can leave because there are some brothers who only see their sisters at the holidays or whatever. I mean, even at that point, just side sidebar, I think about that's a weird thing to think about. Yeah. About how some siblings, really, you're going to get married and think that you can live this separate life. It's funny that that is even a thing later, but I don't know. I don't know if we're meant to brush it under the rug and just be like, eh, it's right. not a big deal. Side story. Whatever. But these are the things that, you know, we're hard hitting we want to know. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Play the breaking news theme song. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But it's but, when you but even after because now the now they have a baby. I know we're totally jumping ahead, but they have a baby now who is Ross is still the dad who yeah. obviously has a relationship with his son. And Monica is his aunt, is Ben's aunt. So yeah. on some level you see you know, whenever they've dropped Ben off at the house, that they actually, you know, obviously they know where Monica lives. Mm-hmm. Like you said, do you just brush it on the, under the rug and just assume, well, we obviously don't see everything outside of half an hour. Right. Is there other relationship going on that you don't necessarily have to know about because it's not crucial to today's episode? I think that probably... I never I never picked this apart ever until tonight. <laughs> right. But now Why I think that we? probably once Ross and Rachel are together, then Carol and Susan became a couple and Ross and Carol never happened. They just happened to share a child together. Right. Which does happen. You know, like that's how I look at them. When you look back, it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of how I look at it. Like I don't look at it as if Ross is still pining after Carol or right. that lost relationship and all this. He He's moved on and now... Carol's with Susan and they have their Ross own life. Is, yeah, like I don't know, like they're friends with the couple. <laughs> Cuz it's it is out of the ordinary when you do hear of separated couples. I mean, they, they stay somewhat in touch because of the kids, but amicably. Am <laughs> right, right. And it's really rare if they still have like a friendship. Yeah. Relationship. Mhm. And so 
maybe that is maybe that is sort of one of the speculatory that doesn't deal with the speculum does it speculatory <laughs> thoughts nice, of... nice segue <laughs> <laughs> we could launch right into that if we'd like let's talk about that speculum <laughs> So Mark and I were talking, because I don't want to make it sound like I was just, you know, thinking, thinking about, about this all this. on my own. <laughs> but when they are in the OB's office, they, Ross is using the speculum to do the duck, like, rah, 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 and then it falls apart. And then Carol the first says they use that to open my cervix. But that's not true. You don't use that to open a cervix. I just don't think that they could use the word... Or maybe they didn't want to use the, the word, word vagina. I know. We're going to whisper that word. Right. But I don't think they wanted to use that word on the second episode of Friends. Yeah. In 1994, was yeah. it? I think, yeah. I think they just didn't want to put that out there. And so it actually is used to open the vagina to look at the cervix. <laughs> right. The word cervix is a much... It's a humorous, it's a comic, it can go comically. Yeah, it's not a crass word. I'm not going to be like, you know, calling somebody a cervix, you know, right. Like, right. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's... <laughs> it just doesn't have that same oomph yeah. that you need. Yeah, it was just one of those weird yeah. little moments that you're like, mm, that's, that's not exactly right. it's not medically anatomically, correct. Yeah. yeah, medically Gray's Anatomy, like pull out your Gray's Anatomy book and be like, oh. right, right. But yeah, no, that's true. But it was funny because I I laugh every time. Yeah, they say it's it. so funny. You know, because it makes Ross uncomfortable anyway. It's inaccurate, but it's very funny. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we mentioned Carol the First. So who is this actress that played her? Carol the First was Anita Barone hmm. and. She originally auditioned to be one of the main characters in Friends, oh, but huh. she was actually offered the role of Carol, which if you know the longevity of the show, the role yeah. of Carol was a pretty fantastic role, actually. Right. And she, um, they but, probably knew that, too. They probably knew it was going to be a recurring role, so mm -hmm. it was probably going to be a good opportunity. I just don't think it was enough for her. She mm. only did this one episode, and then she quit because she wanted to pursue a more full-time role. And then she was replaced by Jane Sibbett. Jane Sibbett. So oh, I really like, I really like her. I do too, but I'm going to be honest. I really like Anita Barone. Interesting. Huh. I wonder how different Carol would be if Anita had stayed. She's definitely more feminine, I think. Why do you like her more? Like what I are the know. qualities or what do you think? I don't know. Huh. I'm not sure. It, it totally would have changed the dynamic of the Carol character if it was her. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, every actress finds their creativity and the the way they portray a role. and But it would, because they are two totally different. If you only took one episode of Jane and one episode of Anita, you can tell the difference right away. Yeah, really different. And I, I think there's a little bit, you like Jane... I think she's a little bit whiny. I knew you were going to say that. She's yeah. a little bit whiny. Like, I'm I'm picturing when she's giving birth to Ben and she's like, <laughs> you guys, stop it. You know, yeah. when she's like yelling at them both and it's just very <laughs> whiny and like Not a little bit. helping. Right. A little shrill. Yes. And like, 
I'm sure I sound like that too. Cause we were talking about me being kind of nasal, like not helping. Like, I don't know. I think she's a little bit whiny, but, yeah. but I think she's also a really good actress. And I like, I like the chemistry that she and Susan have. Jane, do you mean, or the, or Anita? Jane. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jane and Susan. I like, or Jane. Jane, Jane and Jessica. And, really? Yeah. Jessica. Yeah. yeah. That I like, I like that. That's nice chemistry. Yeah, I wonder how that chemistry yeah. would have kept going. You don't really get a Anita. super feel for it. Right. You know, when Susan is handing Carol a juice box, juice box yeah. at the doctor's office. Right. Okay. Does your doctor's office have juice boxes? I'm just wondering. I don't think so. <laughs> Whose doctor's office has juice boxes? Who has boxes? any drinks? It's usually like a water cooler. Little white cup yeah. that you can get water or one of those weird waxy cups that always leak at the bottom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah who gets a juice box she comes back and hands her right. it's so weird anyway if anything i mean that's even more just the hospital is like ice chips and water and all that but a yeah. juice box it, it's a big juice box yeah it's, it's not, not just song. like a little capri <laughs> that's a pouch yeah so at the doctor's office, that that dynamic with the three of them, I wanted to sort of talk about. Oh, yeah. So, That's good. Yeah. So Carol is pregnant with Ross's baby. Carol's now living with Susan. And so Carol has apparently said that Susan will have a part in the baby's life, you know, since they're now partners. Which is wild. Yeah. I mean, and I get it. Well, it's that's a random because she gets pregnant right as they're breaking up and yeah. then is now with another person. So that probably never happens or hardly ever happens. So to have that decided, because obviously if they're going to have their own family unit, of course the baby is going to be in, Susan's going to be a part of the baby's life. So then they've obviously discussed baby names. Yes. So then when they're at the doctor's office, do they not think about how much Ross would be in, involved? Like, obviously, Carol has told Ross he can be as as much involved as much as he wants, which, you know, which is great. But did they not think about it in this Carol-Susan discussion? Like, right. It's almost like he... they've written him out yeah. and said, eh, he's not. He's just the sperm donor. Psh, we're, right. We're good. We're just going to raise this kid. Yeah, because Ross ha- Ross never really said he didn't want to be involved. So why wouldn't he if he is the father of this baby? I mean, is this the stuff that maybe as someone in their mid-20s, you know, you haven't had much life experience, so we don't know how to deal with this at that age. Maybe. But to think about maybe it's too much pressure on Ross, maybe we wanted to give him the out. Right. Maybe they were thinking that way and that if we just take care of the baby, maybe Ross doesn't, maybe it'll be easier on Ross's life if he didn't have a partner. <laughs> maybe it would be easier on us if Ross wasn't a part That's of right. our lives. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they've discussed the baby's names and then Ross brings this up. Wait, wait, we have to say their names. Can we please yes. say their names? Do you have them? <laughs> yes. Marlon. Okay. Minnie. When I, okay, can we stop though? I'm trying not to vent because as soon as I heard that in the episode... Marlon. I can't. Don't I I hope this person never hears this episode, but I had a dealing with a Marlon that oh. I'm just like, yeah, no. Oh. Yeah. But I do like Marlon Wayans. 
Marlon Hans is super funny. And I like Marlon, Nemo's dad. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he was Marlon, though. I think he was Marlon. Marlon, yeah. The you fish know. spelling, yeah. The fish. <laughs> then Minnie. <laughs> like, like Minnie Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> then Julia, which I think is interesting. Hmm. And then Helen Geller. But you have to say it together because it's right. very funny. Right. Helen Geller. But I think that Julia is interesting. And I'm going to tell you why because that's what I do. Hmm. But remember when Ross and Rachel are talking when they are first. This is me totally picking it apart to you. They're going to live outside the city. And it, this is in future episodes, yeah. guys. Yeah. But then she says, you know our baby's names, don't you? You already have them picked out, don't you? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I was thinking Emily, if it's a girl. Emily oh. is his right. future girlfriend. Yes. Right. right. And they still name their kid Emma. Okay. But that's oh. not what I'm getting. That's not what I'm getting to. But it's interesting that one of the names that they have is Julia, which is a version of Julie. <gasps> Julie. Right. Julie. I did not think. What? Isn't that? It's like. Okay, Marta's going to be on the show, so we're going to be super nice. But it's kind of like with the name sitch, they were just... But do you <laughs> think that was on purpose? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's possible. But they played this whole gig with Ross and Rachel later on, too, with their little baby Ruth. Remember? Right. They went through this whole name thing because mm -hmm. it's hilarious to hear funny names. But yeah. anyway, like I digress. Vito. Vito. <laughs> Isn't that... Vito sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did think that. I knew you were going to go there with Emily. But I did not think about Julia being Julie. Yeah. Wow. Now, but the funny thing is with Emma is supposedly that's what Monica had wanted to name her child all along. Oh, okay. Like, I yes, get that it. Was, that was Monica's name. You're right. But supposedly. I still get it that it's less supposedly, yeah. <laughs> Well, this seems like a good place to take a break, but... On our next episode... Ross and Rachel get left behind, just the two of them. She says, when did it get so complicated? Hmm. And she says, remember when we were in high school together? Didn't you think we were going to meet someone, fall in love, and that would be it? The things we think about in our 20s, like, that's really the only important thing. That's the situation they're building in these people's lives. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Search for The One With A Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the places. And you can also visit our website, theonewithapodcast.com. That's apodcast, theonewithapodcast.com. Join us again next time.